bring you a three-minute digest of what happened in China's business sector. This is China Business Now by 21st Century Business Herald. Hello everyone, I'm Stephanie Lee. Coming up on today's program, Premier Li rules out large-scale stimulus while vowing to stay committed to high-level opening up. And Didi Global was fined 8 billion yuan for breaking data security laws by Chinese regulator. Here's what you need to know about China in the past 24 hours. Chinese Premier Li Keqiang has ruled out the option of resorting to large-scale stimulus or excessive liquidity in pursuing an overly high target for economic growth this year. Speaking during the World Economic Forum's special virtual dialogue with global business leaders on Tuesday evening, Li said that China can accept both a higher or lower economic growth rate as long as it can maintain relatively sufficient employment and ensure household income grow and prices are stable. On the state of the Chinese economy, they noted that in the second quarter this year, under the impact from a new round of COVID flare-ups and other factors beyond expectation, downward economic pressure rose steeply and major indicators tumbled in April. In response to the mounting downward pressure, Li said China has given greater priority to stabilizing growth while refraining from adopting a deluge of stimulus policies or issuing excessive money supply. While China's economy rebounded in June and major indicators have returned to positive territory, Li warned that the foundation of the recovery are not yet solid and more arduous efforts are required to stabilize economic fundamentals. Li highlighted China's enormous potential as the world's largest developing country as it has over 160 million market entities and a hard-working and intelligent people. The Premier vowed to keep macro policies consistent and targeted and continue to focus effort on helping market entities. And this year's bumper harvest of China's summer crops and a steady supply of coal have laid good foundations for the stability of commodity prices, he added. Speaking to nearly 400 business executives from more than 50 countries, the Premier pledged continuous strides in deepening high-level opening up and upholding free trade and fair trade, including steps to pursue multilateral and regional trade cooperation. Continued effort will be made to create a market-oriented, law-based and globalized business environment and to guarantee foreign businesses legitimate and equal access to open areas, Li added. Moving on to some regional highlights. Shanghai ordered the city's 51 e-commerce platforms to make public their business license information and other rules to protect consumers, including those in product returns and exchanges, as well as refunds, the handling of complaint and report, and dispute resolution, local market supervisors said Wednesday. The government of Tianjin has cut the cost of COVID-19 nuclear acid tests for the third time this year, with a test of a combined batch now costing no more than 3 yuan each. The price reduction should save 5.2 million yuan, the Tianjin Medical Insurance Bureau said yesterday. 
The state-backed Henan Assets Management in central China's Henan province announced Tuesday that it reached an agreement with Zhengzhou Real Estate Group to jointly set up a bailout fund to help real estate developers in difficulties, as the city is seeking state-owned capitals to revitalize unfinished housing projects. The Xinjiang Uyghur Autonomous Region in China's Far West has become one of the country's most popular tourist destinations in July, as data from travel platform Xinar showed hotel bookings in Xinjiang surged 50% in July from the same period in 2019, while flight bookings more than doubled in the past two weeks, media reported Wednesday. According to Tunio, China's version of Airbnb, BNB bookings surged nearly 80% between July 9 and 15 from the same period last month. During this period, ticket sales to the region's scenic spot soared 122% month-on-month, C-Trips data showed. Next on industry and company news, China fined Didi Global more than 8 billion yuan. The Cyberspace Administration of China said in a statement on Thursday, wrapping up a year-long probe into the right-heading giants. The security watchdog also fined Didi's chairman Cheng Wei and President Jin Li 1 million yuan apiece. Didi had illegally collected several pieces of user information over a seven-year period starting from June 2015 and also carried out data processing activities that seriously affected national security, the CAC said. The annual capacity of Tesla's Gigafactory in Shanghai has surpassed the 750,000 mark as of the second quarter of 2022, topping Tesla's worldwide factory output chart, the U.S. electric car maker quarterly disclosure showed Wednesday. Mortgage rates in 74 Chinese cities have hit a three-year low in July of 4.25% for first-time home buyers, 10 basis points lower than the average rate of 103 major cities, data from the Research Institute of China's biggest online property platform, Baker, showed on Wednesday. For second homeowner, most lenders are charging them 5.07% on mortgage loans, while 74 cities even lowered it to 5.05%. The amount of 5G-based station in use across China has exceeded 1.85 million, greatly facilitating the country's digitalization drive, according to the Ministry of Industry and Information Technology Tuesday. In the second quarter of the year, the country added nearly 300,000 5G-based stations. Earnings Report Express More than half of the listed Chinese property developers that have so far made first-half earnings estimates expect to have made a loss in the period, with number forecasting deficits in assets of 1 billion yuan each. 42 out of the 77 builders that have made announcement expect to lose money, while just 12 anticipate a profit, according to figures compiled by data provider Wind Tuesday. Switching gears to financial news. The first batch of 64.6 billion yuan has been in place for China's newly proposed financial stability fund, the country's top banking and insurance regulator said Thursday, adding that the framework of the fund has been initially established. Meanwhile, over 60 billion yuan were subscribed to the commercial pension product as China expanded nationwide the pilot scheme developing private pension insurance for the country's aging population in March. 
Financial regulators in Henan and Anhui provinces on Thursday said they will start the second round of advance payments for depositors who have reported difficulty in withdrawing money from local village banks from July 25th. The clients of second round of advance payment will be people initially with combined deposits in the related banks of no more than 100,000 yuan apiece, according to the announcement on Thursday. China's two major listing platforms for innovative SMEs reported steady financing growth of 19.4% in the first half of this year, with the financing volume of the Beijing Stock Exchange and the National Equities Exchange and quotations totaled 15.5 billion yuan, according to the data from the two platforms Thursday. Among them, 2.8 billion yuan were raised from public offerings. Huawei Technology said in a statement on Tuesday that it is seeking to raise 4 billion yuan from its fourth onshore bond sale this year in a sign that the Chinese telecom giant is increasingly tapping the domestic market for credit. Sales of the three-year bond started Wednesday, about three months after the company sold 3 billion yuan of short-term debt. Wrapping up with a quick look at the stock market, Chinese stocks fell on Thursday as fresh COVID-19 outbreaks across the country hurt market sentiment. By the close, the Shanghai Composite edged down 0.99% and the Shenzhen Component lost 0.94%. Hong Kong's Hang Seng shed 1.51%, while the Tech Index rose 0.12%. That's it for today. Tune in tomorrow on China Business Now by 21st Century Business Herald. Goodbye.